So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name is Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. Welcome to Brian's Rompod. Welcome back to Brian's Rompod. Now to the second part of my discussion with podcaster Dominic Brown, the first one being last week. So if you haven't listened to it, then please do have a listen. Well, today I started off by asking him how the podcast has changed from being just an audio format to video. I really hope you enjoy our chat. And don't forget, another episode of this discussion is coming out next week. I mean, the the thing with one of the things I like about it, and I know it's kind of a little bit of a debate around as I like the fact that you you video, you know, you can watch it on, on YouTube. I mean, was that a decision made earlier on or was it something kind of, oh, you know, it was audio first and then we'll transition to it to, to video? I don't think are they all of them video or or some are and some aren't. Try and make as much of them available to view yeah. video in an audio video format as possible didn't used to be mainly became it was just audio and pushing out through audio platforms which is which is probably easier (laughs) smarter and then i've started to film all of them or a few of them at one of the running shows a few a couple of years ago from a point of view of filming the guest so then i could then do little clips to put out on social media and thought oh, that'll be quite a nice piece of content marketing the podcast and my colleague tom who does the commercial side of things said, oh, I actually prefer watching podcasts or having it on in the background at home. Mm. You know, I'm not there for the massive set or whatever. And yeah. Stephen Barlett, the RV CEO, full high quality set type thing. But I'd like watching it. I like having it there, whether I'm working, whatever. And I thought, oh, okay, let's let's film them. I have had a camera, a camera that I've had for years and then a, a company camera. It's all, all one man band. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a photo on my LinkedIn of, or a photo around, of, if not, I'll send it to you of what the studio, quote unquote, setup is at a show if I'm recording in person. But it's two banners, two cameras, a couple of seats and a table. Yeah. But if you make it look a certain way, it looks, you know, it just has the outside and active in the background. And I'm just filming it from two point of view. Yeah. But it's quite stressful to film and then back up and then make sure you double. I'm, I don't know if you've had it before where you film something and then realize that you didn't press go or you didn't press record. <laughs> Worst thing ever from a podcasting point of view, but it just helps with, you know, it's another avenue for people to watch it slash listen to it. It also helps with, with creating some clips as well. Yeah. And also, you know, I think sort of engagement and, and yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, I mean, my podcast is about running, whatever, but you have a very broader view in terms of, you know, it's about being outside and active. I mean, what's the, is it, what's the the mission, I don't know, the so-called mission statement, as it were, yeah. for that, for the outside and active? And is it so, so is the company can have a much broader view about what people do, you know, in terms of the exhibitions they can offer, you know, like you talked about equine, you talked about snowboarding, you talked about the running show and whatever. And so it can be all things to all people. Well, outside and active is for those that love the outdoors. That's that's the tagline at the top yeah. of the 
of the of the website and there's the temptation to spread those spread those kind of demographics quite thin you mentioned equine there which we've deliberated bringing in because obviously there's a connection to the show but actually does it quite fit in with the demographics we have at the moment probably not we have i think we started with four or five categories and then it grew to add in snow sports and cycling oh yeah it does spread quite thin because if you're looking to target like you know Brian's run pod it's very clear about what you're targeting it's targeting runners predominantly and realize that we have circumnavigated around running quite a lot um, i'm sure we're going to talk about talk about running but yeah it is quite broad and it can be quite challenging at times but i think the overall thing that i the three words that i boil it down to uh, i think i mentioned it earlier inspiration education and entertainment i think if there's something or a piece of content that covers one of those three sort of mission values then it helps inspiration. That's what I've gathered a lot from the last couple of years of doing this and speaking to people is that people want to have an inspiration. People want to go, Oh, I I can, I can do this. This person who never had run in their life has now run three marathons de Saab. I didn't, they never realized they could do that. Maybe I could go and take my first, uh, take on my first couch to 5k or even yeah. take on my first marathon. Inspiration is a massive part of it. Education is also massive from anything from top tips and how to's of what's Nordic walking to what's carbon plated running shoes. That's so important as well, because, okay, I want to do things that I'm inspired to do it now, but how do I do it? And then entertainment is, is another element because sometimes you just want to have fun. Sometimes you just want to, Oh, AI has just organized my marathon plan. How is it going to work? That, that that you know, it's not going to really educate someone, but it's a little bit entertaining. I think the most viewed article on our site is what the five scariest ultra marathons in the world. It's not going to inspire you to run any of those. Well, it might do some. Some <laughs> might inspire you. Uh, it's not going to quite edu- okay. It's going to educate you in what they are, but it's more like entertaining. Oh, I didn't know there was a 125 mile ultra marathon through the sand in the in the desert. Didn't know there was an ice ultra. So I think as long as the content hits those three verticals, yeah. but running is is the flagship for this organization. And right. I would say we're outside and active, and I would say covers the majority of our community running. Yeah. 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 For, well, for the reason I just explained. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean when you transitioned very nicely into into the into the running. So what do people find or what are they looking for when they're you know out of outside and active in terms of running in terms of the shows are there any particular themes or is it just very much the people who are either have been you know couch to 5ks and transitioning to the next level either to 10ks or even to the half marathons marathons type of people well when the the running show particularly started back in 2018 i joined the company 20 20, I want to say. Yeah. 2021, actually, the beginning of. I was uh, basically the, the the people that engaged with the national running show were ultramarathon runners, but, you know, real hardcore runners, the, the, the real niche market. And over the past six years that it's now been, and outside and active has sort of grown with that, it's uh, you see a lot more of the casual runner of the the new runner the the 5 to 10k's the people that might run a half marathon every now and then it's become a lot more community based now don't get me wrong we have an ultra marathon stage we have an ultra stage that's run by the amazing guys at bad boy running hilarious guys at bad boy running mm-hmm. 
uh, the and that stage is always absolutely packed. So ultra running still very much a part of it. But I think the tagline that the, the team go with that we go with is that you know you take one step outside, you're a runner. No matter how far or fast you go, whether you want to run multi-day ultra marathons, whether you want to plot around in your park run with your family or colleagues or friends every week at five k, there's something for you at this show. And I would like to say that we sort of mirror that yeah. outside Natsiv and say whether you want to. Scott Jenkins, who's an unbelievable ultra marathon runner, been fortunate enough to chat to him, get advice about ultra marathons, and then someone that I've been connected with through Outside Active, who was a listener or was was a follower, and then became a contributor writing wise, and has been on the podcast. Nikki Chisholm, she 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 kind of was a more casual runner. I mean, she's now done half marathons on the Antarctic and unbelievable challenges, but she considers herself to be like an everyday runner. Yeah. So it's everything in between, really. Yeah. Yeah. But I think even, I mean, just even doing the podcast in the last few years, the, you know, I think those are one of the themes is that the ultramarathons has become more accessible to everyone sort of thing. You know, in the last, I mean, I don't know, I mean, Virtual six, yeah, 10 years ago, no, you wouldn't even, you know, it's, it was very much a select group of people, professional athletes who would do it. But, you know, I know now it's, it's, it's definitely, but, but also at the other end, you know, post pandemic, you, you're getting, you know, people are taking up running because maybe they were, they had more time in their hands, obviously, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm probably quite a good advert for running because I (laughs) running, I absolutely hated it. All right. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get into it now. I, I hated running. I used it. I mean, I'd run a little bit when I was like for a couple of months in the summer when when I was sort of 15 or 16. But looking back, it was probably only two or three kilometers at a time. And it was like, yeah. it wasn't really. And then lockdown hit and I couldn't play football. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't play cricket. I couldn't do any of those things. And I thought, well, I, I can't just sit down. I have to do something. There's so many Netflix movies. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah. So sitting in a room, getting cabin fever that you can do. And especially since I was still working at the university, so I was still sort of in, in very much in isolation. I wasn't yeah. kind of with, with people and family. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll run. And I distinctly remember going for my first run and whether I can call it a run or not and getting a kilometer in and collapsing to the floor because firstly I was out of breath, but my back, my lower back was in so much pain. Hold on. I've been playing football for three years. Yes. Maybe there was going out three times a week at university. That doesn't help, but I've been playing football for three years. My fitness should be fine. Why can't I run a kilometer? Why can't I do this? And why is my back hurting? And then I, I, I realized that running was, it was a different beast all of a sudden in its own, completely different. And then it still was a chore, still was, oh, I have to go out and do my 5K. And then it became, oh, I have to go and beat my time. I have to go and see what other people are getting on Strava. I can't, yeah. or if I'm running with people that are slower, then I have to put, make sure I put in Strava. Oh, it's a, it, it's running with friends, slow run. Mm. And I don't remember what it was, but part of that transition was joining where I am now, joining the National Running Show. And our CEO, Mike Seaman, is... He's a runner. I mean, he's been in the events industry for years and years, but he is a running nerd. He loves yeah. it. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. And I hope he's not listening to this because it would be a massive stroke to his ego, but he was the person that really kind of changed my viewpoint towards running. Him starting it, but then also having the conversations with the people that we've spoken about before and different runners of changing my mindset from being, I, 
running's a chore, running something I do to get fit, something that I do to beat be times, to beat other people's times. I'm very, very competitive uh, with myself and with other people. And something switched. And all of a sudden I went, I don't care if I'm running slow. I don't care if I've only run two miles or I don't care if I'm doing interval training because it comes up as a weird time. I'm going to run because I enjoy it yeah. because it's a, it's time for me to get out in the outdoors, hopefully when it's not freezing cold and dark, <laughs> get yeah. in the outdoors and just enjoy that runner's high. Like you yeah. never, you never regret, regret a workout or a run. I, yeah. I challenge someone if you have, then I don't know what's happened, but you, you, you never do because that feeling that you get, the endorphin release that you get is, is something that is, I don't even get from playing football or cricket. It's, it's completely different. That yeah. sort of feeling of c- completion and achievement. And I, the hardest thing is, is getting outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, it's a, a privilege to be able to have the willpower or motivation to be able to get outdoors and do it. And I know it can be tough sometimes, but once you do that, once you get, don't, you know, forget about the 5k, forget about the kilometer, just get to the end of the road, just start with that. And then you'll find that you'll go 10 times the distance after that. So yeah, the run, my running journey has really gone from being, I hate running to running has, is now a massive part of my life and always probably will be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you you've touched on so many different themes that my previous guests have talked about. I mean, Anna, who's interviewed, who is the my local vicar's wife, and and she 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 said the best advice she was given was just go out, you know, with a friend. She talked about it with a friend, and and she just said, look, just go out for a run, even if it's just a kilometer or a couple of kilometers. And but before you know it, you're you're thinking, I'll do more, you know, or that kind of thing. And, and how you started out, you know, one of my first interviews, John, you know, he, he said his first run was he did a kilometre, tripped over and felt sick, which is exactly <laughs> like what point. you said, exactly <laughs> like what you said. But then he said, you know, he came back. He said, look, I mean, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, I'll go back to it the following day. And in some ways, you know, that, you know, for people who are you know, possibly listening to this or maybe your podcast or whatever, it's, it's something that you can come back to and, you know, I, I always talk about this, my my youngest daughter, you know, and she isn't, you know, no way is she an active runner when she left school and she was going to university. But she lives, you know, right by uh, Swansea Beach. It's a beautiful beach. It's one of the most, un, you know, and so she goes running along there. And it's it's, it's fantastic. You know, you you get the sea air and, and and everything. But she is not, you know, and, she, and she's doing, you know, she's faster than me. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm a, a lot older, but, you know, but she's enjoying it. And she just enjoys going outside and, you know, you can introduce them to, you know, different apps and, and whatever. But, you know, she's, I think it helps in terms of, I mean, we, we always talk about this, I'm sure you do, in terms of the mental health benefits and as well as not only your you know your physical benefits in terms of heart and lungs oh such yeah such a benefit and i think you touched on it there running with someone is it's such a good way to get into it that's why things like park run are so good because you can you can walk it and they won't stop you yeah but i think one of the massive misconceptions about running is that i have to get a pb every time i have to run quickly and 80% of your runs should be slow, should be a walking pace. Yes, I've you know, heard that, yes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you should, be, and it, it feels weird and it feels wrong, but actually you're going to enjoy it more 
you're going to see the benefits of it more. And it means that actually you'll be able to get out and run the next day or the day after instead of being, oh, I've just tried to run my fastest for 5 to 10K and now I'm going to be broken for the next three days. So yeah, I think once you, and I feel like you have to do all of these rites of passage to then get to the point where I'm still learning, obviously, and I'm not yeah. trying to say that I'm an expert at running and mindset, but going through the the whole competitive and Strava times and running paces, all that type of thing to then get to the point where I am now was, was kind of like hoops that I had to get do you, through. Do you, do you, or have you followed a plan or is it something you, you, you haven't really thought about, you know, as say uh, like a 10 week, 10 K plan or, or something like that? Never used to, never used to. I mean, I, I was resigned to the fact that I'd never do a marathon three years ago. I was like, it's just one of those things. It's like skydiving. I'll never do it. No interest. Other people, fantastic. And then fast forward two years and I've, I've taken on an ultra marathon and completed it. Wow. And that, that's sort of the idea of breaking through these. I say that as an example of breaking through barriers, which is a massive thing that I, I will come to your, to your question in a second, but a massive thing yeah. that people get. Yeah. Once they, I hear from people that I've interviewed, whether it's running or anything different, as oh, I didn't realize I could do a 5k. What else can I do? Oh, I didn't realize I could do a 10k. What else can I do? And all of a sudden, these little steps build up to the point where you go, oh, well, actually, I can achieve that. And that feeling of being able to break through the glass ceiling is is unbelievable. And I then was so I, training for, I've weirdly never actually done a marathon race event i've done a couple of marathons supporting with challenges that we've done at work but i've never done a, an actual race mm. so twice now i've started i mean there's lots of different training apps out there but i i have used the runner app r-u-n-n-a which i think works with me it works with my watch it does a great training plan it does it, it introduced me to lots of different the, the slow runs the interval training the yeah. tempo training which i never would have thought of was actually refreshed my running yeah it doesn't have to be through the app it can be i'm sure you can google it and find anything else yeah. that's just what works for me and i think it's a really good product yeah. and so i have done these training things and it really really does work whether you want to do 8 12 16 training weeks I haven't quite got to the end yet because I've all, I've always quite injured my own fault. Nothing to do with the training, but I did use it a little bit for the ultra marathon. Didn't train as much as I should have for that, but I definitely recommend it. If people can find a training plan that works for them around their work, because work-life balance is tough, but if they can find it, then great. I would highly recommend rather than just winging it because you guess if you're running three times a week and you're running your 5Ks at your average pace of, five and a half minute kilometers. Great. But you could be doing better by doing some of them slower. Some of them as intervals and some of them as tempo runs. So yeah, that, that would definitely be a piece of advice that I would give. Yeah. And also it's good at this time of year, if you're doing new year's resolutions and you've got a plan set out for you, then it gives yeah. you a kind of like a, a goal and, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And something you kind of gradually increase your, you know, your distance week by week with different types of runs, that kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. It's the, it's the perfect time of year for, for doing that. As long as it's a sustainable resolution, then, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to run every, I'm going to run this much every single day or I'm going to try and lose 10 kilograms in four and a half minutes. But sustainable <laughs> resolutions. We like. And that's a wrap for another exhilarating episode of Brian's Run Pod. Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, we've got your back with all things running. And next week, get ready for some awesome beginner hints and tips to kickstart your running journey. Oh, and before we sign off, exciting news. 
We're now available on YouTube, so whether you're pounding the pavement or chilling at home, you can catch us there too. Plus, we have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Hey, if you want to keep up with the latest updates, behind the scenes fun and even some exclusive content, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or should I say X at Brian's Rompod. We've also just launched a shiny new Facebook page. Simply search for Brian's Rompod and give us a like. And don't forget to hop on over to Instagram where you can catch all our visual adventures at Brian's Rompod. For those of you who love diving deep into the episodes, head over to our website www.brianesrompod.co.uk and there you'll find detailed show notes, handy chapter markers, make it too easy to navigate through our favourite discussions. Please leave a review as it will always help find others find this podcast. Music is by Happy Days by Stock Audio, not forgetting artwork by Alice Patterson. Till next week, thanks again for listening. 